thieves had ye old toy shop in their sights. But Teddy Bear wasn't going to let anything bad happen to his home. If they ever make a sixth Home Alone movie, this should be its plot. This. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Did you even know there are actually five Home Alone movies? I'm Professor Theo, broadcasting from my home lab in the wondrous town of Splendid, nearby the awesome Antiques District at Central City. There, one of my favorite places, ye old toy shop. Nothing takes me back to my youth more directly and imaginatively than the playthings of my younger days, and ye old toy shop is full of them. I haven't told you any of the stories of ye old toy shop, but that is about to change. I thought I'd start with this one, as it seemed perfect for the approaching holidays. For it was a dark December night, just like tonight, some years ago. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Ye old Toy Shop Chronicles 1 Thieves had ye old toy shop in their sights, but Teddy Bear wasn't going to let anything bad happen to his home. A raggedy, tough-as-nails, decades-old antique bear had spotted two potentially bad dudes lurking and peering in the store on several occasions in recent weeks. They never came in to shop, though. Teddy, first name, Bear, last name, was convinced they were up to no good and was on guard as a result. The robbers-to-be seemed particularly interested in a Dirk Manley wrestling figure from 1983 that was worth thousands of dollars. A new acquisition, it stood tall and strong in the middle of the store, encased in glass, under a spotlight, gleaming for all to see. Ye Old Toy Shop is an antique toy store in the Central City District that specializes in toys dating back to the 70s and 80s mostly, though some even older, like a really cool 50s-era motorized Ferris wheel erector set, are kept in stock. Teddy Bear was definitely one of the older ones. He likely dated back to the 1960s. It's a cool store, full of He-Man toys, old baseball cards, video games, Pez dispensers, Star Trek stuff, mask and muscle figures from the 80s, some mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and karate tortoises from the 90s. One corner, the whole corner, is full of old DVDs of famous family-friendly films. And I mention that because they're mostly Christmas movies that the owner plays over and over again around this time of year, in November, especially in December. Teddy Bear had seen his favorite, Home Alone, at least a hundred times. Some newer stuff was on hand occasionally, too, like select board games, Lego sets, and rare, hard-to-find playthings like Angry Birds, Transformers, Telepods, Terraria dolls, and now a very difficult-to-locate Buck versus the Great Chili Monster playset, and more. Teddy Bear found a home here long ago after bouncing from one kid to another for decades. The owner, 
of ye old toy shop had taken a liking to the bear, so it wasn't for sale. It was never the kind of bear that would just come to life either, you know, and until it found its home here in Central City, the bear's newfound ability to come to life was the result of a spell a magical Pez witch had cast years ago. Most of the toys in ye old toy shop were just that, toys. They didn't spring to life as soon as the owner locked up and left home for the night. Some did at times. Most did not. Teddy Bear came to life every night and acted as shop security guard. It's a good thing, too, for without him, thieves would have made away with the valuable Dirk Manley figure that night. That night. It was a couple of weeks before Christmas. The shop owner had stayed late fulfilling orders, online and face-to-face, laboring hard to please customers on the lookout for the perfect gift. Eventually, the owner locked up and went home. Teddy Bear got to work. Sure, this night was the night. The burglars arrived around 10 p.m. After all on the street was closed, dark, and quiet. Burglar number one picked the lock to a door at the back of the toy shop while burglar number two stood nearby, ready to alert his friend if any police officers showed. Burglar one entered, but his walk was slowed by something. His feet were hard to move, stuck in place. His flashlight shone down below, and it appeared that he was walking in toy slime, loads of it, five steps into the back room, and he was completely glued in place. He whispered for his friend, but burglar number two had tired of waiting and ventured around to the front of the store. Burglar number one was able to slip out of his stuck shoes and then leap forward beyond the sticky slime. This ended up being a big mistake, as he landed hard on a whole bunch of Lego pieces that had been sprinkled all around. Have you ever stepped on a Lego? It hurts. Burglar number one screamed and jumped up and down, each time crashing onto another piece. Jump. Ow! Jump. Ouch! Jump. Suddenly, he crashed down hard to the floor, on his back, just beyond the sticky slime and the painful Lego. He was not safe, though. He had fallen directly onto another trap. Burglar number one had fallen into a small play tent. Dora the Explorer pictured on the outside and was zipped up, imprisoned inside. Let me out of here, he screamed. I don't think so, Teddy Bear barked back, unzipping the tent long enough to stick its soft brown head in and scold the thief directly. Burglar number one shouted in horror and passed out. Burglar number two was losing patience. With no one around, he decided to try to yank the front door open with his brute strength. He gripped the doorknob tight, and a searing, sizzling pain hit. He screamed. It seems that someone, or some bear, had rigged an old easy-bake oven up and attached its coils to the doorknob to heat it up and electrify it, and it worked. Burglar number two, his hand now throbbing in pain, angrily kicked open the front door and stormed inside, just in time to be struck on the head hard by a Millennium Falcon toy that some bear had placed precariously over the doorframe. 
Now with a throbbing hand and a killer headache, burglar number two yelled for his partner, took four quick steps forward into ye old toy shop and hit the ground hard on his back after slipping on dozens of marbles that had been spread about. After struggling to get to his feet, burglar number two spotted a makeshift catapult. A forky toy bent backwards over a Muppet's cup, let loose a pet rock reeling straight for burglar number two, pegging him squarely in the forehead. Burglar number two was barely conscious as he was wrapped up in a toy tent, this time one decorated with Buzz and Woody. He passed out completely when he realized that he had been duped by a quite alive and talking old teddy bear, now brandishing a Nerf gun. Gotcha, the bear barked. Police were called, and the perpetrators were apprehended, though none of the humans were quite sure how the burglars had been caught. No one believed the thieves, as they swore a toy teddy bear had been the cause of their downfall. The teddy bear perched on its shelf and watched all this unfold. The ye old toy shop owner walked up to the bear, patted its head, smiled, and said, Well, if what they're saying is true, I guess I owe you some thanks, bear. The owner chuckled, and turning away too soon to see Teddy Bear smile back. That is all for this week. But check back soon. We'll return shortly with an all-new St. Nick Squad adventure and a Kids Space Force update, both on tap for December. Our third annual New Year's special is just a few weeks away as well, as we prepare to turn the calendars over to 2021. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful week. Be good to each other. Hello, this is Rusty Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. 